last night, yesterday was Friday the 13th. It's also um, Alfred Alfred Hitchcock's birthday. And uh, Friday nights are usually movie nights in our house. And um, so I thought, you know, let's watch a Hitchcock movie. And Ellie has seen a couple Hitchcocks. She's Mm. seen North by Northwest and she's seen To Catch a Thief. That's awesome. Um, And she loves Mm -hmm. both of those, right? And she's seen Vertigo, although she was she was like three years old. And at the very end, when mm-hmm. when Novak falls out of the bell tower, she went, <laughs> uh-oh, um, yeah. which was really hilarious. But so I thought, you know, we're you know, I was talking to Thomas about what Hitchcock movie we wanted to uh, watch, introduce Ellie to. And he was like, oh, what about Foreign Correspondent? And I said, eh. Huh. I don't know. It might be yeah. a little too talky for her. What about Shadow of a Doubt? Mm, I don't know. I, um, a lot of the creepy would go over her head, but still, like, it might not be enough to reel her in. Um, not notorious. It's it's not really enough of a hook for her, mm-hmm. you know, at this age. And then I thought, well, what about um, the birds? That's a good one. And I thought, you know, it's it's kooky and you know i think she'd be okay with it and uh so we put it on and she's really getting into it and the they have the birthday party for kathy and the birds attack the kids (laughs) and she's laughing Mm -hmm. it might be nervous laughter but she's laughing and then i totally forgot about the part where the farmer um has been you know jessica tandy's character goes to the farmer's house and she finds his body oh. and his eyes have been <laughs> i forgot about that too but and it like dr- the camera like dramatically zooms mm. in on his pecked out eyes that did not <laughs> go over well yeah how is she <laughs> and there there was like a full-on meltdown oh. just t- like the worst ugly cry ever had to turn it off for Ellie and, like, Shit. <laughs> and uh, had to put on, I put on the original. Um, I was like scrambling cause I had a, mm-hmm. the digital code, the 4k of the birds on our uh, iTunes. And um, I'm like scrolling through our library. I don't have time to grab a disc. And I, f- I find the original <laughs> Winnie the Pooh movie and I'm like, yeah, put that on. And, uh, so we watched Winnie the Pooh, and then she oh, slept poor, in our bed. Poor thing. You know, it's been ages since I've seen that. I, I just uh, on Prime Day mm. uh, just recently, I, I they had the this four mm-hmm. pack of uh, Hitch Hitch films and on four K, yeah. and I, I I pulled the trigger, and that that was one of them. I think Vertigo. I, I forget what the others yep. were. I th- think the Vertigo, Rear Window, and Psycho. There, there you go. Yeah, I probably won't won't rewatch yeah. Psycho again because I took three film classes in a row and they all had Psycho on uh-huh. the syllabus. I was like, all right, I'm done with Psycho for the rest of my life. <laughs> Although this is like the extended, which I have not oh, seen. I okay. don't think. Um, maybe I will check it out. I don't think I have. But uh, yeah, so that that uh, <laughs> you know, I I look at my my Apple Watch buzzes and. Thomas is texting me from the end of the couch and he's like, way to go, mom. So trolling, yeah. Trolling Um, Thomas in the room. Oh yeah. He, he took that opportunity (laughs) to 
to just dig in while I'm like soothing mm-hmm. her and my phone's blowing up. And he actually sent me a gif of that moment too. <laughs> like way to go. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Ellie's cinephile card is over, <laughs> but no, oh, I, I, man, I have faith. that was, that was, I mean it, it, and then she asked to watch Roman holiday, oh, but it was too a, late. So one. she's still, yeah. she's still, uh, but yeah, total fail. Roman Holiday would be safe. Uh, rope would be safe, but probably bored of tears. <laughs> well, you know, what's funny is I said, are you mad at me? I'm so sorry. I said, you're so, you know, you're so grown up, but I, for, you know, I forget you're, you're mm-hmm. 10. I said, I hope you're not mad at me. She goes, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> well, he's, he's dead. So, so he, he, that's. Yeah. Happy birthday, Hitch. Appreciate yeah, it. Friday the 13th. I, Still ruining lives. <laughs> well, just think about back in the day, you know, how people uh, react. Oh, psycho, oh, too. You know, that, yeah. Anyway, um, hey, Joe Blake. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, so you, maybe your parent card is, um, is, is in jeopardy this weekend, but uh, your, your podcasting is. card is, um, is shining. So welcome. Yeah. Uh, this is our first show with you are as the co-host. Um, so if you haven't, listeners, if you don't know, this is Jill Blake. <laughs> She's part of the show. <laughs> hey, I am part of the show, so get used That's to right. it. And uh, as I mentioned in our Facebook group, uh, I think I said 50% more profanity. I'm thinking it's going to be like 500% mm-hmm. because we, we talk for we talk like, like 20 minutes. Yeah. And, um, and I think I cussed like 10 times more than you. <laughs> you did. You did. It wasn't me. It was all so you. So I think you bring that out of me. So. <laughs> I do. I, I do. I, br- I bring what I think the best Thank out you. of everyone. The the sailor that lies within all of us. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll, we're setting sail and on this new show. And uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll take responsibility. But yeah, thrilled to have you. Um, okay. It's going to be... I'm thrilled to be here. I don't know what, what it'll look like. And I think... I mean, you're going to be a full-on partner. Like, you know, I know this is – I built the show and all that stuff, but, you know, I am i don't care. <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. You're, you're, yeah, it's, a, it's our show now. So All right. Woo. Um, and, yeah, I, I guess I'll kind of just go with the normal format for now, but it, I think it'll change. It'll evolve. We, yeah. It might, yeah. Um, and I just got back from New York. And how was it? It was weird, uh, but it was great. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it's great to get out. Um, and I, 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 usually, when I go to New York, I watch movies. But um, mm-hmm. and they were all open, but it just it just didn't work out. I think the closest was we had an opportunity to watch Sweetback at uh, MoMA, oh, okay. yeah. the new uh, rest restore. But I don't think Andrea would dig that. So um, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we didn't watch anything, but we did go to MoMA, the museum part. Uh, but there, there's a lot of film stuff. Uh, they were playing just a segment of uh, Playtime by Tati, which mm-hmm. was awesome. And uh, yeah, uh, although it's, it was was crazy as watching people that have no fucking idea see <laughs> who Tati is, <laughs> just randomly stumble on it and uh, and just watch it for like thirty seconds and just mm-hmm. move on, baffled. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. So, and here I'm just like dorking out. Um, but it, it was fun. Oh, and and the cool thing is, I got to um, I got invited to Marcus Penn's birthday. Uh, uh-huh. He lives. We were talking before the show about um, you. You'd stayed in Long Island City. Mm-hmm. He's in um, Astoria, which is like a little okay. north of there. Right. And um, 
and yeah, I got to meet his family and friends and um, a couple podcasters. Well, James James Hancock from Wrong Reel. I don't know if you know okay. him. Um, or I, I don't know if you know Marcus, but uh, he's um, Penland Empire on Twitter. I do. Yes. I love we follow each other and I'll, he has okay. the best account ever. So good. He, he's a great follow. Yeah. I love him. He's, he's, he was a lot of fun in person, too. Really cool friends. Uh, in fact, uh he didn't show up, but uh, uh, what's the name of the the guy that directed Judas and the Black Messiah? It's, oh. I always want to say Shaka Khan, but I think it's. Um, oh gosh, you just had to ask me that. <laughs> we can look it up. Yeah, but, uh, he he was on the invite. That director was on the invite list. He couldn't make it, uh, but um, one of the guys, the guy that played the the cop in the movie, Shaka was at King. The party. Shaka King. Thank you. <laughs> The guy that played uh, a, a bad cop was in, and I didn't recognize him. I didn't, a small part, um, he was there and got to talk about that. So, mm-hmm. anyway, fun, very time. cool, and yeah. So, um, so yeah, this is uh, an episode, and this is all right. We're recording on the fourteenth of August. Usually, I'm a slow editor, but I'm going to try to get this released on the fifteenth of August. We'll see. Um, you know, if it's if you this hit your podcast player on the 18th sorry not sorry <laughs> <laughs> i have a you'll life you'll get it when you get it <laughs> you'll get it when you get it but just granted uh, keep in mind this might be like uh, uh, outdated by the time it hits podcast players or the day after because we're recording right before announcements but there's so much stuff we weren't planning on it uh, just we had to so um mm-hmm. the big top you, you want to take this one the big i topic? Do. well you know we we just you know the last time we talked um mm-hmm. we we went long on uh no uh announcement for citizen kane mm-hmm. and we uh talked about whether or not that would be released this year uh or when if ever and this uh past week we got the announcement that uh criterion is going to go 4k with Citizen Kane, but not just Citizen Kane. They totally dropped uh, <laughs> <My> five, <laughs> five more titles that they are adding to this uh, new 4K slate. And holy shit. There you go. This is, yeah. this is I mean, Citizen Kane's great. I'm so excited about that. But it's these other releases that mm-hmm. I am just really, really, really stoked about. Um, and I, I think we knew, too. I, I mean, Citizen Kane, I think there there have been so many rumors in the last couple of months. And then right. the 4K, you know, I th- even though we danced around it, I think we that was a given. And I, th- I think it'll, you know, here's, here's where it might get outdated. I think it'll probably be announced Monday. Um, I mm-hmm. think that's a, the no-brainer. And, yeah, the rest, um, man, the red shoes in 4K. God. I, I, I'm kick I'm pinching myself. I'm going to tell uh, you the one I'm the I mean Red Shoes is you know that is so great but I'm really 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 excited about A Hard Day's Night. Um, really? Yes, hmm. yes. Um I mean the edition that's out now is stunning. Mm-hmm. Um but I saw the world premiere restoration at um the TCM festival back in 2014 I think. And it was at Grauman's. And I want to say that was a 4K presentation, but don't quote me on that. And mm-hmm. the and then the Criterion release came out shortly after 
with that same, obviously not in 4K, but I'm pretty sure it was, for, I may be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure that the, um, it was struck from a 4K print, mm-hmm. I think. But anyways, that's a movie that I think will, we may see some, some significant difference with because it's so beautifully shot. Uh, the black and white is stunning. Um, so I'm strangely excited about that one. Interesting. That's the one of the titles that hasn't gotten as much buzz online. Um, well, maybe people need to get their out. act together. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm pulling it up now. I'm, I I remember watching the this um, print. It was my second time, and it looked great. It, yeah, it was a, a, a 4K restoration. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I thought the print looked great, but um, that, that's one thing. I've, I've not really watched a lot of 4K movies that are black and white. So Citizen Kane obviously is going to be. Um, I think a it's. I think it's going to be great, and um, you know, I think sometimes you know we think about these real. Vi- I mean, Pal and Pressburger. You know, if they mm-hmm. can, if they can get these prints right, is you know the, that's one of the filmmaking duos that I think would benefit most from from 4k i i would love to see all of their films on on that format um so we think about these vivid color films or like newer films but certain black and white films are absolutely stunning on the format um and so i i think hard day's night i mean it's just in really great shape Mm -hmm. um and so I think it's going to look, and I just love that movie. It's so fun. It is, yeah. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't take itself too seriously. <laughs> um, you know, I, I just am really, really excited about that. And I, and I'm, Mulholland Drive. I mean, mm-hmm. and the existing is great. Um, but seeing the piano, God, Minister Society. Yeah, and, and and well, just you bringing up Helen Pressburger, I'm just thinking. And, and this is going to be the next thing is, so there have been jokes about, hey, everybody's been complaining about 4K and no, no 4K forever. Now it's going to be, oh, my favorite movie's not in 4K. Or, um, <laughs> well, and I'm and, just thinking like Black Narcissus, uh, oh, God. Know, Colonel Blimp. Colonel Blimp, uh, Blimp and, I, would, I would die. And, you know, I want, I want, um, uh, I know where I'm going. I, I mean, I want, and yeah. we oh, need that re-released. Um so I would love to see that. I just want to see it on blue, but a 4K would mm-hmm. be great. And uh, I, I want David Lean's Summertime. Yeah. Oh, that would be. Uh, I, I don't know what the deal is with that because it's it's an early spine, and mm-hmm. you know, it's Hepburn is amazing in that movie, um, and of course it's she's so good. staple. It's so, it's so good. good. Um, and it's a great uh, you know female story too. You know, it's mm-hmm. you know, you didn't get a lot of that. Um, no, but. I wonder. I wonder if it's materials. You know, maybe there's not yeah. a re- restoration because uh, that's like one of their first titles, right? Um, but yeah, that would make sense. Uh, actually, a lot of David Lean would make a lot of sense. On oh yeah, oh yeah. So um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really excited that they're going in this direction. And I've seen some grumbles about dual mm-hmm. format. And they're the same grumbles when they did <laughs> dual format years ago. And we've talked about this before. I am a huge yep. fan of dual format for many reasons. It's I would, back. you know, I, 
I would even love it as maybe as redundant. I would love it if they did all three and they did D- mm-hmm. they threw DVD in there because Try there format. are there there are times I, I think about educators um, that mm-hmm. may not have um, as much access, but you know I. If they're going to go in this route, I think they also have to include Blu-ray. And mm-hmm. um, because not everybody has made the switch yet. And, I mean, I have multiple players in my house, but only one 4K. Same. So um, I think that that's really the only way to go about it. So anybody that has a problem with it, just hush. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just hush. Just hush. Yeah. That's, that's going to be our – yeah. Just <laughs> shut it. <laughs> we don't want to hear it. <laughs> Yes, same. Uh, I think it's a given just based on the announcement, and I'm, I'm sure probably everybody listening has read it, but it'll be in the show notes just in case. Um, but they did say, you know, it's, they said the features or the supplements would be on the Blu-ray edition, which makes sense because they right. want to use the entire 4K disc to get the right. maximum um, quality. So, right. yeah, well done. Um, so, uh, yeah, it'll be dual format. I think they'll probably keep DVDs just because, uh, you know, it, like libraries and right. That's, you know, see, that's what I'm thinking about is that library. A lot of times they just, they don't have the funds and they're also mm-hmm. trying to, when they're, when they're purchasing these movies, like, you know, they're trying to reach the most amount of patrons. And so mm-hmm. by having right. that for, I mean, you can play a DVD on a Blu-ray player. So, you know, when I go down to our branch here in Atlanta, um, that's what they, they have a lot of criterion and, and it's all DVD. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I know that there's a lot of people that won't, they turn their nose up at the format. Um, I, uh, I think that's not a great way to be. Um, you don't have to purchase it in your own, for your own collection, but you know, I'm a very big advocate. If you've heard me, talk before um i'm a very big advocate for accessibility Mm -hmm. and um as long as the film has not been tampered with meaning pan and scan um, right or or any you know any editing that's not approved by the director um the format is irrelevant so um yeah so keep dvds we, we yep. want Keep we want we yep. want people to be able to access these films. Yeah. So um and yeah, great announcement. So yeah, I think Citizen Kane will be Monday. Yeah. But the other films, I think they'll probably stagger them. And this is not a definitive list. I, I think it's it's great. That I think they there's yeah shared yeah. There'll definitely be more. I mean, come on, it's, there's gonna be a lot more. This is just uh, the the first. And, and yeah, we don't know, a, and and we so we don't know if they're going to. Um, I mean, they've told us that this is what they're doing, but we don't know the the release date for right. the the rest. But we're assuming that Citizen Kane will be uh, announced on Monday, and um, but the rest we'll see. Um, and by the by the way, the um, Mulholland Drive, the, the mm-hmm. that random person that said he knew of 4K within the last thirty years, mm-hmm. he then fessed up that it was Mulholland Drive. <laughs> No, he, he could he couldn't make him up, but it's weird that random guy on the internet tr- turned out to be right. Um, now there's a random guy on the internet saying there's going to be a kung fu. Um, set I announced saw on that. Monday. So hey, yeah, we'll see. 
Um, so the titles of Minister Society, I saw that when it came out, and I don't mm-hmm. remember. I remember liking it, but I don't remember it too I don't well. remember it a lot Laser from disc. it. Yeah, I've yeah. seen it too, and it. Um, I don't remember a ton from it, so that's kind of exciting. And I've seen the yeah. piano too, but again, that was right, or, right after it was released. Um, mm-hmm. So I remember uh, Harvey Cattell's butt. Uh, I remember it. That's the one thing I, I remember from that. Movie. I've been trying to forget Harvey Cattell's butt. Sorry, no offense, uh, Harvey Cattell, <laughs> but you know, didn't need to see your butt. <laughs> I will counter that and say we did need to see it. Okay, agree to disagree. <laughs> I I disagree. It's not a, it's not a male female hetero just yeah yeah it's Harvey Cattell that's the, yeah not, <laughs> but um <laughs> so then Mulholland Drive uh, I love Mulholland Drive it's mm-hmm. one of my favorite movies of all time and you know I remember people were complaining about the print and I forget why on the on the Blu-ray was it teal oh it's probably teal yeah <laughs> let's just blame it on teal everything's teal um, but I thought it looked great. <laughs> But Did you see who posted the picture of the teal <laughs> citizen game? Somebody in the in the Facebook group that was hilarious. Um, I was I, like, "Don't, don't stir it up. Yeah. Somebody's going to buy this too soon, too soon." <laughs> and we already talked about the red shoes. Oh yeah. boy, I just I think that's going to be stunning. And we already talked about Hard Day's Night. So uh, yeah, and the cool thing, well, I don't know how cool it is. I looked at Twitter that day uh, after the announcement, and I looked mm-hmm. at the trends, and Criterion was trending on Twitter, That's and so right. was Citizen Kane, but yeah. it was like 5,000 tweets, <laughs> which, yeah, that's a lot, but but welcome to this niche podcast, Jill. <laughs> Our biggest day, <laughs> we got 5,000 was 5,000 people. <laughs> people were talking about Criterion. And 2,500, I think, was Citizen Kane, so yeah, it was wow. like lowercase trending. <laughs> So the first thing I thought was they found Citizen Kane's old tweets. <laughs> yeah, um, well, no, I don't know, but um, it was cool to see. Anyway, I'm, there's a lot of excitement <laughs> everywhere, and t- Twitter's not the you know center of the universe. Uh, it, there's a lot of activity on Facebook, mm-hmm. a lot of complaining. So we'll we'll stick with the hush. You know, mm-hmm. be happy with what you got. Um, That's right. You know, you, and uh, and yeah, we'll see where we go. Um, and um and oh yeah also the um the piano is with uh Paramount and it's Miramax okay. which is yeah Miramax is um uh, yeah that don't don't get me started <laughs> that does <laughs> but Paramount That's a owns, whole other can of worms. There's a lot of worms in that can. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, scissor hands and then we uh, Harvey scissor hands and then we learned um you know it wasn't just his hands. No. Anyway. Um, Ugh. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Didn't mean to take you there. But the piano is a good movie. I I, I remember that. Um, a lot of but, great movies through Miramax. I mean, were, and yeah. didn't like the first pad didn't the Paddington movies get like US distribution through Miramax? I don't remember. Um but yeah, I guess if so that was probably like one of the their last yeah. ones. Yeah. I'm 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 almost positive they they did distribution on it. I was like, "Oh god." <laughs> Poor yeah, Paddington. Uh, even seeing that in the credits, you need a, a trigger warning. Yeah, um, but uh, so yeah, but they did have a lot of movies, and I, I, I do criticize Harvey for his um, his cutting. I mean, obviously for mo- much more than that now, right? Um, but you know, as a film uh, cinephile, you know, just him. But it, it worked on um, what was that Italian movie? Uh, uh, I can't, it, it's Cinema Paradiso. Yes, uh, <laughs> yes. 
Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> I can't believe it. it's one again a favorite movie. That was one where he actually got it right because um, I I watched the extended version and mm-hmm. it was awful. Like they stuffed so much into that, whereas mm-hmm. you know cutting to the 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 thir- final act was mm-hmm. like super emotional. Right. But yeah, they have a lot of movies, so um, I hope this means there's more Miramax coming. Uh, any Miramaxes off the top of your head that you'd like to see? Oh gosh. I know. <laughs> I mean, you know, I I wouldn't mind seeing some Tarantino in her. And that yeah. may be controversial, but I mean, you know, I, I would love to see a Tarantino box set come out where we get some really great supplements where he's talking about his influences and you know and and again i know that he's a real um divisive character mm-hmm. um but he he is a really good filmmaker um he is. and yeah. and one can argue that he um you know has kind of shamelessly stolen uh from filmmakers before him but it, you know um i think I think a lot of the, um, I think it's um, well-intentioned homage. And mm-hmm. um, so I, I think that, I think I would love, I would love to see his work get that treatment. Um, and it's not that we have inferior, I mean, I, the release for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood mm-hmm. is really great. It is, um, yeah. It was a great release, but I, I would like to see, and if he does stick to that, he's only going to make one more film. Um, you know, I would love to see a, a retrospective box set of of his films. Even that would that would be great. Even yeah. uh, even Death Proof, which I love. <laughs> I, I love that. Movie. I did not. That's that's the one. Well, there have been a couple I didn't I didn't love. Um, I didn't like even that. Death Proof was one I. I could probably come around to it. I just remember it was like Tarantino is so talky. There's so much dialogue and yeah. sometimes too, it's detriment. And I just thought that death proof like went over, you know, doubled down on, on too much dialogue. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, I get that, but like, I do love, um, when, it, when, uh, you know, you had the, I think we might've talked about like the line, the line counting and the Irishman, mm-hmm. you know, for how many, women speak in that and then the same thing happened with once upon a time in hollywood which is such a dull and boring argument Mm -hmm. um because because Um. yeah because dialogue does not um a great character make always Mm -hmm. and acting is more than speaking and you know i i'm not defending tarantino as a person because i don't know him but um he's had some pretty cool female characters um Jackie Brown and, and that's right and death proof is mm-hmm. a great uh lady exploitation revenge flick and mm-hmm. um so again not defending whatever he does off set or even on set like with i'm thinking of uma right on, uh, kill bill but <laughs> yeah. in terms yeah, of, that was... of uh, not great but in yeah. terms of characters you know <laughs> and you're talking about talky mm-hmm. uh you know 
those girls talk a lot in that movie. So, <laughs> well, Hateful Eight, uh, you know, Jennifer Jason Leigh was yeah. uh, amazing. I I didn't love that movie. I think yeah, I, think I mean, that, it was a beautifully shot movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked parts of it, but it didn't. Uh, and I saw the Roadshow presentation, nice um, of it, and got the the booklet and everything. And so that that was really great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't love it. Yeah. But that that's also a great example of him paying tribute to his his right. you know homage like The Hateful Eight is spaghetti western love letter really. Yeah. Um, and Morricone so yeah, Morricone won his Oscar for that, you know. That's right. That's right. Um and so well deserved. I, and so I love what it's what it's trying what it I don't want to say trying to do. I love what it does. You know, it accomplishes um the homage but uh i wasn't totally down i I don't know what my problem was with that and that's probably getting (laughs) off of uh, on too much of a tangent but anyway tarantino tangent is just fine (laughs) (laughs) and yeah he he might not be the best person in the world i'm i kind of have a feeling he probably isn't Uh, and probably a lot of our our heroes you know they they say don't meet your heroes because they're they're assholes and i've I've heard a lot of stories about famous people that are assholes right um not saying that about Tarantino. yeah i'm sure he's i'm sure he is difficult and um but there's always this argument that happens with or with him or with you know uh, other people that you know or and people will take take up sides like personally for Mm -hmm. these people and i'm like yeah you don't know them so um you know defend the art Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't like the movies, just say that, um, yeah, that's, that's fine. totally fine. There's no, no problem with that. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, standing for Tarantino. <laughs> um, and I don't give a flying fuck about him personally. <laughs> um, yeah. but in terms of, of the movies, yeah, I dig them, you know, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not going to lay my reputation down for it, you know? Right. Right. No, for him, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I would be done with that. Um, and I'm sure there's plenty more actually cinema parody, so it could be a good criterion. Yeah. As a, I was about to ask to... you if there was anything you could think of. I mean, I, I, you know, Paramount, all everything after 1940, let's see, hang on, hang on, hang on. Everything pre-48, mm-hmm. I think, is owned by Universal. Is that correct? Is that still the, th- the deal? I can't remember. Um, was 48 the, the Paramount decision? Um I, yeah, I can't remember. It's um, around that air. It's around that time frame that that Universal. I'm pretty sure still owns like early Paramount catalog. Okay. Um, yeah, now they have Paramount Plus and all that. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm sure there'll be uh, some some Shakespeare and love haters. I think that would be good. Um, I, now, I, the one the one I, I like I, it. I, I kind of like it. Yeah. I do too. I, it, it gets, uh, you know, it it beat Saving Private Ryan, which everybody loves. Uh, so I think that that's kind of that's that tint is on it. Um, yeah. Now the one thing I will say, and I I'm respectful of different views, but mm-hmm. I hate Shuck a lot, like so much. <laughs> so I, I don't know not, if I've I, seen it. Uh, yeah, I'm I trying to think it. if I've seen it. I, I mean, think it's, it's, maybe parts of it I've seen, but yeah, it's like. Um, it's saccharin, you know. It's mm-hmm. like too saccharin, you know. There's, and that that was Lassie Hellstrom. That that kind of like after um, 
his his really good movie was um, is in the collection, and I'm forgetting that one now too. Uh, with the his uh, what is it? My life is a dog. Oh yeah. But everything else, like you know, I think was kind of like Cider House Rules. Come on, <laughs> I don't want the Cider House Rules in the collection. But anyway, I'm I'm going to stop shitting. Come on, on now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. See, you're bringing bringing me um, the hater out in me, Jill. Thanks. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no. You're you're good. Uh, so uh, yeah, there lots of Miramax. So hopefully some titles. There are a lot of good movies, and mm-hmm. um, we have a lot to talk about today. So there's a lot of rumors. Um, so I'll just go through the recent and coming soon. So we have. Mm-hmm. Um, Afterlife, mine will arrive next week. Uh, La Piscine was recently mm-hmm. released. Deep Cover, I think we talked about that last time. Yeah. We definitely talked about Working Girls. Yeah. Um, have you, any thoughts on those? Um, I'm, no, I'm going to be picking up uh, La Piscine and uh, Working Girls probably in October when they do the flash sale. So I, I have not seen those. And so I'm looking forward to snagging those when I can. And that's right. You mentioned you're unpacked now, right? I am unpacked. So So I do have movies. (laughs) You Um, can scare your daughter. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Next up, Night of the Hunter. Um, Oh, oh, yeah. No, no. don't show her that Just (laughs) kidding. No, I I am unpacked. um, And I've realized that I am running out of space. Mm. um, And I'm having to, like, double like stack them up uh vertically i'm having to double stack oh double um shelf. and uh yeah and so uh <laughs> i'm thinking about doing something quite drastic um and that is to get some sleeves for hmm. you know non-boutique mm-hmm label stuff i think that's um, a great idea kind of like the old so, cd sleeves um, yeah or or do um like the disc sock thing where you can keep the the artwork with the disc um mm-hmm. and uh chuck the cases which kind of hurts my heart but mm-hmm. um i'm you know at this yeah that's yeah, kind of no, where I, I get it i get it yeah. like when you when you buy a mainstream release uh like once upon a time in hollywood and right. Since you mentioned it, you know that's not one I really. I, I'm not staring at that case for hours. No. Uh, so yeah. I mean, I'm not. I wouldn't do it to like my Twilight Time or you know Indicator, sure. obviously Criterion, just because so much is, uh, uh, you know, put into those. And I may even keep the Warner Archives the way they are, even though mm-hmm. the packaging isn't special. But I, I like the look of it because there's a uniformity yeah. to it. But uh, eh, you know, they're good movies. They look good on the shelf. I, I have my Warner Archive together and my Twilight Time. Twilight Time's spine is not special at all. No. It's just white text on black. Um, right. But it does but look I like, good on the shelf. But I like it together, you know. Mm, and so, too. Which right now my collect, everything is alphabetized. Mm. And uh, that's just because my family is sick and tired of, you know, <laughs> knowing which movie is under what label and so um, I wanted to actually. I just want to watch the movies, right? And I actually wanted to group them by director. And my husband was like, "Go to hell! You're not, doing, <laughs> you're not doing that." Yeah, I alph- alphabetize <laughs> by um, by by boutique by label, so mm-hmm. all my criterions are alphabetized. And, and some I people used have, to do that. I used to do yeah. that. 
I just want to find the movie, and I don't always know what's my number. I, right. I, I don't really care. Um, well, now, and I'm not a completist a... on that, so if, by right. having it by spine number, it would drive me nuts because I would go, <laughs> I don't have spine. Right. You know, 220. 376, yeah. yeah. Now I have a, a – my, my Blu-rays have their own bedroom, which is – um, big, you know, that, that shows my my problem. And now there's a a kitten in that bedroom. So the, the kitten has his own bedroom, and uh, mm-hmm. with my discs, and he's actually eaten a couple, uh, but nothing, oh. nothing nothing too like he's eaten a couple that I would that would be fodder for that disc sleep you that know, you were talking about. I've actually gotten lucky because on my lower shelves I have some uh, bigger box sets. I have like the the really obnoxious. Um, <laughs> network on air um, Monty Python flying circus box that oh, yeah. <laughs> when you take the lid that. off it falls apart <laughs> you know and, I, I bought that the second edition of that and I was expecting that but it, it's just um, it's like just a the, standard box set yeah, yeah. I I kind of wish I had waited and done that but um, it was a gift and it's mm. and I love it but it's so obnoxious which you have to wonder <laughs> that they made that intentional but our dog Ruby you know, I'm surprised she hasn't like peed on any of this, but, um, she <laughs> did. I do have a few of those Funko pop characters and I have oh, like yeah. all the ones from twin peaks and I have Hitchcock and I have, um, Bob's burgers and I have Jareth from labyrinth and, you know, a few, a few like mm-hmm. that. And then I have, um, uh, Leela uh, and Fry from Futurama, and they were a little too low on the shelf. And uh, Fry, his his hair, his little flip up hair in the front, <laughs> Ruby chewed it off, oh, and, and swallowed Fry. it, and then pooped it out. So, <laughs> um, so I, I had to make sure that the ones that I really care about, like my Twin Peaks, like you know, I mm. wouldn't want her going after. Um, Laura, uh, wrapped in plastic. Yeah, oh, definitely not. Yeah, I think um, that's su- super cool that you have those. I, I've not I, gone I, down the Funko Pop route just because I know if I buy one, I'll buy fifty. Well, I've got, I've got, you know, the Bandit from Smoking the Bandit. I've got Bob from What About Bob. Oh, that's fun. Um, yeah, so I have, I have a select few. Um, I have all the Shits Creek. Oh, yeah. I, I love that they do that. That's yeah. the thing. And they have great yeah. choices for, um, yeah. but not, not the Star Wars or the, the big franchise stuff, I'm imagining, yeah. right? Ellie Ellie has those. She has a bunch oh, okay. of Star Wars, so they, they take over the shelves, too. She has a gigantic job of the hut. And... Hmm. <laughs> But um, but anyway, so those those also crowd the shelves. So, you know, I'm just in a real I'm a I've got some problems. <laughs> I need my own bedroom for my collection. We'll we'll work on that. Um, so everybody donate to Jill's Patreon yes, so she can buy a, a new bedroom or That's a new right. house with, with an extra bedroom. I um, need probably maybe 700 grand. <laughs> yeah. So you donate big, you know, pledge yeah. big. Uh, um, it'll t- it might take a while, Jill. Just just saying. and and just and think about what you'll get in return. Just the mm-hmm. feeling, a warm feeling inside that you gave my Blu-rays a home. Yep, and there'll and, be a picture on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. That's <laughs> so right. That's your reward. That's right. Yeah. Um, all right. Coming soon. This so August is a light month. Um, yeah. So we have Company original cast album, uh, Ashes and Diamonds, and Beasts mm-hmm. of No Nation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really look, actually looking forward to Company, even though I haven't seen the musical. I, I'll, I'll see it before. I'm sure there's a YouTube or somewhere mm-hmm. before I watch this. Um, 
Have you seen it? No, I have not. Okay. Well, Ashes but, of Diamonds is awesome. But I uh, this this is all new to me. Um, yeah. But I I uh, I will probably get company um, just to honor uh, my friend Kyle Turner, who is such a big fan. Yeah. And uh, he is very excited about about this. Release. Shout out to Kyle. Yeah. That's um, right. Yeah, he's he's good good people. I think we talked had the same conversation last time. We did. <laughs> so hope, hopefully he listened. I, I know that I talked to him before. I think he listens. But uh, uh, hi, Kyle. He's um, a sweetheart. He's good people. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and so then uh, Rich Rovato is happened. Um, I think it was mm-hmm. late July, um, and I don't know if you've if you know about all this, but that's where like they have the DVD awards. Yeah. I know that all Criterion meets out there i think that's like their retreat um Mm -hmm. and they hang out um and usually it's it's global too so it's not just region a so usually they have some interesting choices Mm -hmm. but um the best box set award went to drum roll uh essential fellini (laughs) that's a good that's a good vocal drum roll that's that's what that's the only reason i asked you for your drum roll um Essential Fellini. So, uh, yay. Criterion yay. does pretty well with these. Uh, I, I can't disagree. It's a beautiful set. Um, mm-hmm. I've watched, I, I can't, I've watched the whole thing. I forgot. Yeah. I need so to get, I still need to get it. You want to talk about shelf space? Um, no. Criterion oh, has not been doing us a lot of favors with their box size. No. It's, that's the only reason why I haven't gotten the, the Godzilla set. I'm like, God. Godzilla. I mean, <laughs> it's, like, it's a book. It's, it, it doesn't. It's a, I'll I'll send a picture later. I'll post a picture, but like my Criterion box set, like I have a left hand cor- like the big ones, a left hand mm-hmm. corner shelf, and they're just all shapes and sizes. Yeah. It's like come on, Criterion. Well, I've got the Del Toro set, and I'm like, mm-hmm. it's it's so good, but like, mm-hmm. it doesn't fit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there, I'll put the link in the show notes for people to to read the others. There's a lot of a, a great. Um, Blu-rays from all over the world. Uh, uh, there's a, actually, um, since we talked about Czech film, there's a um, uh, Alfred Radok film. I'm guessing it was probably a second sight uh, or second run uh, Blu-ray mm-hmm. that won. Uh, that was best rediscovery of a forgotten film, and I, mm-hmm. I love that category because. Um, um, and uh, there's also Mandabi, which is uh, Usman Semben, yeah, who we love, but um, and Andrea loves too, and that's why I haven't watched it because I have to watch it with her. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And we have to get around to it. Um, and then we also have, uh, let's see, I think there was one more criterion. No, that was, oh, Scorsese Shorts. Yeah. One. yeah. Oh, La Celti de Gurati. I don't know what that means, but um, I, I'm guessing it's like uh, maybe others. Mm-hmm. I'm going to translate it. <laughs> I put it in Google Translate and gave me Russian. Thanks. The choices of the jurors. Okay, so jury. So it's probably okay, like jury yeah. selections. Okay, jury selection. There you go. Um, thank you, Google Translate. Oh, I don't know man. why you put it in Russian. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Have you have you seen the Scorsese shorts? I I've seen. Um, yeah, I think I've seen all of them. Mm, okay, and speaking of Alan Pressburger, thank you, Scorsese. Yeah, yes, just I mean, come for on! Everything you've done, you know, we're huge Scorsese fans here, and it seems like every other day Scorsese is trending on Twitter because <laughs> some yep. comic book guy got 
ticked off. Here's the thing. This Matt Zoller sites made a very uh, astute observation as to why this argument keeps coming up all the time. And he said that they just want validation. Mm-hmm. They want yeah, him to I, say, and guess what? He's not going to say it. That nope. does not mean that it's not good. You can like what you like, but it's not his thing. He is not going to give it his stamp of approval. And that doesn't mean he's a terrible person. That doesn't mean that, I mean, there, I see the arguments that he only writes movies for men and violent movies. Well, mm-hmm. his, what he does on the side, he has used every ounce of his platform as an old white dude to lift up filmmakers yep. from all over the world, female filmmakers. He has put his money where his mouth is. So whatever argument uh, is out there against him, they need to just shut up. Yeah. Well, back so, to full circle. Hush. Full <laughs> hush. Absolutely. It was, it was probably like an, I can't remember when, where that comment came from. I think it was, it like was a couple the Jane, years ago. Well, it did, and then it keeps getting resurfaced because it does. because it keep they keep talking about it. And the most recent was something that James, James Gunn said. James Gunn, yeah. And like, okay, just stop, just stop. <laughs> you know, and he he doesn't have Twitter. He doesn't he doesn't care. I don't think. I'm, I'm just no. I don't know. I'm not reading his mind, but I'm just what guessing. the best thing is is that his he daughter, um, his daughter Francesca, um, she. <laughs> She runs, she has several Instagram accounts, and I'm pretty sure she runs his Instagram account, or at least posts mm. to it, and which is just a lot of fun, by the way. And Francesca's is great, and there's ones for the dogs. It's just so super cute. <laughs> and uh, she posted um, back, I think it was at Christmas, or maybe his birthday last year, that she wrapped all of his gifts in Marvel wrapping paper. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great troll. I'm sure, I'm, he probably so, loved it. I, he, oh, I, of course he, he did. Of course he did. Yeah, yeah. he know, doesn't have so. time to. He's he's saving cinema and uh, you know World Cinema yeah. Project. Yeah, you know, he's so much so much good has come out of that. So thank yeah. you, Martin Scorsese, for we love you, Marty, a, Papa Marty. Yep, Papa Marty. So okay, let's get some. Well, first, first, um, you mentioned you shared this with me. Uh, Eddie Mueller revised his book. Yeah, uh, so I, I'm taking a noir course, so um, that's. Awesome. I think I'm yeah, going to buy so, it. Yeah, so, yeah, Eddie Muller's, um, he had this Dark City, The Lost World of Film Noir, which came out in uh, 98. And so he's done a revised and expanded edition um, through running press. And TCM has a, has a publishing, I, I think TCM used to publish a lot of their stuff that, um themselves or through um i think chronicle um but they have for the past several years they've had a relationship with running press which is an imprint of hatchet and um so this is under kind of a tcm label under running press so i don't know if it's if tcm's its own imprint or not but anyways um this new book came out and it's um really great i haven't they um running press sent me a copy and um so just in full disclosure um and um basically how this book is uh set up is he kind of groups 
uh, he uh, groups films by kind of um, tone. So he has one, you know, uh, the big house or, um, you know, losers lane street of sorry psychopaths uh, or the city desk, all the news that's unfit to print um, Vixenville sinister Heights. So these are all the chapter names. And then in that he kind of, uh, talks about characters and actors and films that kind of fit into these categories that he set, set aside. He does a whole thing on, um, Robert Mitchum called dark city, dark city's beatnik cowpoke. I mean, come on. (laughs) It's so great. So there's some really stunning photos. Um, you know, again, I haven't read through the whole thing yet, but just kind of, uh, skimmed through it is really, really well done. And if you guys know Eddie Muller, you mm-hmm. know, he is the czar of noir. The and, czar of noir, yeah. And um, he, know, he knows his shit. So um, this is just, a re- and it's just a really good looking book. So um, it, definitely uh, try to get your hands on that. And if you can, you know, I always push buying from... Uh, independent booksellers mm-hmm. my um my friends at larry edmonds bookshop in hollywood they have copies of this and i'm pretty sure that eddie has signed them oh, um nice. and so we can put a link up to that you can order straight from uh their website and um you know it may take a little bit to get it but you would be supporting an awesome bookstore one of the best film bookstores in the country so i just Funny, I just bought it and um, and I just canceled it oh. <laughs> in, that, in that conversation. So, uh, <laughs> when I find that link, I'll rebuy it and and okay. wait patiently. But uh, we're going to be talking a lot of noir, so that's uh, that's that's going to be great to have you uh, in the next uh, coming couple I know. months. I'm I think stu- um, I'm so stoked. There's so much good coming out. So much good. Speaking of noir, um, so there's so we'll get into some of the rumors of mm-hmm. titles. Uh, Blu-ray.com forums. Uh, there's a guy. I guess it's a guy. Maybe it could it's be always, but there's, it's always a guy. It's always a guy. <laughs> but there's a uh, somebody has the account um, called uh, Kino Lorber Insider. So they obviously work for Kino Lorber, and they're very um, they they share they overshare a lot, and mm-hmm. uh, and I, I like that. You know, I, I kind of wish Criterion would do something like that, uh, but you know they have their mystique. I, mean, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing they said, uh, if people ask about titles all the time, and Recently, they said Double Indemnity, uh, hmm. speaking of Billy Wilder, is with another label, and we hope they release it in 4K. That's what hmm. we would have done. So, hmm, could it be, Phil? Interesting. Another another noir in 4K? I, I would I, love I, it. Citizen Kane, I, it's really not a noir, but it influences but it has, all, it has, all the noirs. Yeah. It has tone. Um, yeah, Double Indemnity who, who, um, who has it? We don't know. I, just, I mean, just we so- don't know who, because when, okay, when it came out, there was a deluxe DVD of it, which I actually have, and I'm pretty sure it's universal. Yeah, that might be the case. Um, but I think it was, yeah, we're both typing away. <laughs> I think it was the way he phrased it, you know, we hope, oh yeah, it is universal. Okay. We hope they release it in 4K. 
that might have been a nod to Criterion because you yeah, know, this was yeah, posted yeah. before the announcement, and uh-huh. they're really the only label that wasn't doing 4K. Um, so maybe that was, yeah. And I, I, we like to read into stuff. So no, <laughs> I, I think love, I think that I'm buying it regardless. Yeah, the timing the timing of that is is a uh, key. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that uh, that big special edition. I I have it. It's kind of in a book format, and I had I had that and um, uh, Vertigo that I got at the same time. Universal really lousy with their catalog. Just yeah, and yeah. I I say I just have blasted them before. They <laughs> they came out years ago with a kind of a ripoff of Warner Archive where they were doing these MOD releases oh. and I got really excited about it and it was such trash. It was awful. Hmm. And Fox did the same thing. And, uh, with, they did, uh, I can't remember the name of the label, but it was a, um, Fox classics or something like that. And they did these MOD releases. And so they, they had, uh, <laughs> I was on their press list. And so I got some screeners and one of them was of uh, this movie, Cinemascope Key. What I'm saying is Cinemascope. Cinemascope mm-hmm. movie called Night People with Gregory Peck and Broderick Crawford. And it's um, it's an okay movie. But mm-hmm. uh, so I, I get it and I go, okay, great. Cinemascope. Tele- Technicolor. And I put right. it in and it was pan and scan. Oh god! <laughs> and so I just ripped them a new one in my review, and needless Good to say, I never got any more screeners from them. <laughs> well, it's problem solved, right? Um, but yeah, so hopefully, um, you know, there's some kind of a licensing deal going yeah. on with this, and uh, we get it get a nice release. It's very much overdue. Yeah, I, I can't think of many other labels that would um, would shell out for double indemnity so i i, I, mean, I think I, I like i like our chances yeah yeah i think it would hopefully be good. 4k hopefully yeah uh barbara stanwick best femme patel ever yes no God, i mean pretty damn close i mean next to her maybe claire trevor but yeah. um glory graham glory yeah. graham but eh, she's up there Definitely. Yeah. Oh, and oh, I mean, course, best um, wig ever. Definitely. <laughs> and of course, uh, leave her to heaven. Um, uh, oh God, Jean Tierney. Jean Tierney. Mo- yeah. That movie. <laughs> let me tell you something funny is, uh, <laughs> saw that at the festival a couple years ago and it was a nitrate mm. and let me, Oh God, what a way to see that movie. And just color, just dripping off the screen. <laughs> And, uh, but that was my first time seeing it. Ooh, yeah. And I, you know, Wade and I saw it together and he was like, let me just tell you, this movie mm-hmm. is batshit crazy. <laughs> and it, it is, especially the second half. And uh, after the boat scene, the whole, the, at the, the moment when I mm-hmm. knew that this movie was going to be nuts is when, <laughs> God, she get. I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, but yeah. I have. I have to just say this one part mm-hmm. is when she gets on a horse and just in this the 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 music swells and she just starts dumping the contents of an urn. <laughs> it just shake and it's like weirdly sexual. 
and it's hmm. her father's ashes and she's just like riding on this horse and chucking these the ashes on either side of the horse and then just very unceremoniously just <laughs> hurls the urn into the brush and i just sat there with my hands over my face like what the hell did i just see i've seen a lot of crazy stuff but this is by far and wade was in tears he was laughing so hard because i was like what like i had put my hands up like what am i watching right now and then it just and then it just goes Mm -hmm. completely nuts I can't oh. remember what, where that movie that scene was, but it's uh, yeah. near the beginning. I mean, it's oh, okay. it's kind of near the beginning after they've arrived at the house in uh, Arizona or wherever it is. But yeah, she oh, gave no shits. <laughs> I mean, that, just oh. what a one. Yeah, what a performance though. What a what an actress. Just <laughs> I love just her, Jean. Fa- her I love face her so with much. Those shades, I do too. Oh, I mean, that's like Im- imprinted in my my brain. <laughs> I will never get that image of, of her. And she played head. such, like, in Heaven Can Wait, like, mm-hmm. she played, she was so sweet in that movie. And then in this one, she's just stone cold, man. Evil. 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 Yeah. Just pure. <laughs> and I mean, she was in Laura, too. Um, I mean, she, she yeah. A lot of things. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's so another one that would be great in 4K. I've seen Laura in, in a, a yeah. trait print. God, what a. Well, Laura's one of my favorite noirs. Uh, Laura's a a masterpiece. Um, Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Oh, boy, just the thought of some noirs in 4K. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would would be great. Uh, Today I'm watching for my class, watching a um, Ida Lupino, The Hitchhiker. Oh, that one's so good. I haven't seen it. Um, In fact, I haven't (gasps) seen the Ida Lupino, so this is my first. And and we're also on Dangerous Ground, uh, Nick Ray, which has, um, she's she's the the lead actress, so Mm -hmm. it's Robert Ryan, yeah. Robert Ryan, he's amazing too. Um, Yeah, and Ward Bond is in that, and he's so good. Have you, so you've seen it? Oh, many, many times. Okay. Very good. Probably one of the few Rays I haven't seen, but, uh. Oh, it's great. High high batting average for Nick Ray. Oh, so, oh, and Robert, oh God, Ryan's so good in that. He's, yeah, I haven't seen this yet, but I, I love him and other things. Okay, so a couple rumors, or not mm-hmm. really rumors, just I think these are pretty con- pretty well confirmed. Um, one actually just hot off the press is uh, Theodore Witcher, who I mm-hmm. guess is a film, a young filmmaker, uh, showed up and he tweeted that Barry Jenkins was remastering Medicine for Melancholy for Criterion. Okay. Yay. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, yeah, more more Barry go Criterion. Uh, awesome. Well, well this will be his first, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. Moonlight, but no, Moonlight hasn't been. But you would, um, Moonlight needs to be. Yeah, no, it does. Um, but this would be his first. Yeah? yeah. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Okay. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully more to come. Uh, yeah. Barry Jenkins is definitely he's he's got a, a bright future <laughs> and a bright present too. Yeah. Uh, Love the man, and and he's a great relationship. He's been in like lots of supplements and stuff, so mm-hmm. um, so I'm sure he's proud. And this is his first film, so I, and I haven't yeah. seen it. I haven't uh, either. Yeah, can't wait. And then um, uh, speaking of noir, uh, we have Studio Canal put out a press release that said that uh, Joseph Losey's uh, Mr. Klein um, is coming to Criterion in December. Ooh. And for those that don't know, Losey, I believe he was blacklisted, but did a mm-hmm. lot of noirs in Hollywood, or did a lot of films, period, in Hollywood. And mm-hmm. then he started working in France. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, Mr. Klein is a really solid movie. So I'm very I haven't seen that. it. I love Losey though. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah, they were very specific. They said it's going to come out in December. So Merry Christmas. Um, we'll wrap it with some Marvel. <laughs> I think paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I here, here, Marty. Uh, <laughs> I love. I absolutely love him. I I love the movie um, Time Without Pity, which yeah. um, has I think has been on the channel before. I don't know if it still is. And uh, it was actually a really good release uh, on um, Indicator. That came That's out. That's the one I have. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I've got it too. Uh, um, and um, and he did the servant and um, mm-hmm. yeah. I, Need to see more of his early work too, because so um, good. Yeah. Um, so, Mr. Klein, uh, it has a speaking of La Piscine, it has Elaine uh, Delon. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it is in French, of course. He was directing in France. Oh, also uh, Jean Monroe. Monroe. Okay. Jean Moreau, uh, mm-hmm. who is a legend. And boy, she picked the best directors to work with. I if know. You just look God. at her filmography. I mean, what great decisions that lady I made. Know. Um, um, and also there's, two, well, there's one more, um, Janice films has a new, uh, Hungarian film and okay. there was a license for, um, I think they got the rights for a lot of Hungarian films Okay. and I'm probably going to butcher this. The director's name is Marta Miseros, I think. Okay. It's 1975. Sure. Sounds good to me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, stamp it. Uh, it's called adoption. Uh, and so trailblazing auteur, uh, aching expression to the experience of women in 70s Hungary and a sensitive and absorbing okay. slice of life drama. Sign me up. Yeah. Uh, sounds good. So that will eventually come. And uh, and that's, well, I've got to mention, speaking of Indicator, they dropped oh, a bomb man. on us. God. Didn't... What, an, what an email to wake up to. I, I actually know. I, know. I actually went, ah! Yeah. <laughs> Did, oh. you, did you buy it already? Uh, it's in my cart. So, okay. I, you know, I was, I was about to, j- the other day, was just about to pre-order Columbia 4 mm-hmm. and a couple other, I was going to finally pick up uh, Housekeeping and a few others, George oh, that's Girl, a good one. and I had missed out on the limited editions on those. And so I was going to do the three for 30. And uh, I was just kind of like, God, the shipping, I want to wait and see if they announce. And they did in this Mae West in Hollywood my God, just yeah, we didn't mention the title. <laughs> May West in Hollywood. May West yeah, in I, Hollywood. I heard, like ten films, and um, it's actually yeah. like sixty bucks or sixty um, pounds. Yeah, and of course, indicators really just doing such great work. I mean, they the noirs, the John Ford, uh, the I hammers. Mean, I, was, I was just about to order the the Kino uh, films. Uh, because they just they're releasing mm-hmm. the or they oh, just yeah. released the Made West and and you know and I love I do love Kino and I know yeah. that there's a you know um, let's see how do I say this <laughs> their sometimes their social media presence isn't very great yeah. um, and they can be a little mm, shitty to people <laughs> um, I have a a you know a decent relationship with someone who works there who uh, and and i don't know if this person (laughs) is doing their social or not but you know they're they're pretty great uh, to me and other people have had good interactions 
Um, and so I, I support them just because they release so much. And that's yeah. kind of a joke uh, amongst is they're always on sale and they they always mm-hmm. have like 47 films in every release. But I'm great with that because they're making some really, um, uh, you know, hidden gems available. Um, mm-hmm. Again, oh, access. But yeah. I was kind of underwhelmed because um, I f- May deserves so much. And she really was a trailblazer and um, does not get credit for. I mean, because in a way she was, a, she was a, she was making these films. It, you know, she may have mm-hmm. not been directing. Oh yeah. She um, was the, but she, she was, was star. she was the creative head of these. And mm-hmm. um, so I'm, I, I just, she's finally getting her due. I wish this was a region free release though, because I would love for more people to get their hands on this. Yeah, it's a good case for to buy a region free player is just this yeah. this box set. Um yeah, and uh we share a last name, so I, I don't know if I'm related to her. Probably not, but <laughs> you never know. <laughs> uh, it's funny I just I just Googled uh May West and you know in the suggestions mm. the third one was May West measurements. <laughs> so that oh, man. says it all right there. Well you know, and let me tell you, it's like the if you've never seen a May West movie, I mean you know it. Mm-hmm. It's of the time, okay, and very much, yeah. Um, but she was a force, and she was pushing boundaries mm-hmm. in a way. I mean, the lady. I mean, she was doing shows on stage where it, it was getting shut down for being lewd, mm-hmm. and so she really, in terms of like expressing female sexuality, there was nothing like it. Um, the fact that she, you know, she would have two different dresses made, one for <laughs> one for the <laughs> scenes where she was sitting and the ones where she was standing because they were literally sewn on her body. And so the fact that she was portraying these characters where, you know, the the woman is pursuing and she is expressing her desire and she has no shame in it because there is no shame in expressing desire. Like this was not. No, absolutely not. This yeah. was not. Uh, typical, even in pre-code. Um, and there's no punishment. You know, mm-hmm. she's she's unabashedly uh, herself. And what I love about this box set, too, is that, you know, it has the typical indicator band, the little the little mm-hmm. band that goes around it. But when you pull that off, we get a nice little peekaboo. So, <laughs> I didn't, um, didn't know that. Yeah, got a nice cleavage shot. Very, very nice. And it's okay. actually um, that that artwork is from um, some original artwork from She Done Him Wrong. And I'm fairly certain that um, some, I don't know how many of these, but um, some of the pre-orders will come with like a replica a poster um, of that artwork oh, cool. from She Done Wrong. I think Wrong. That's, that's a pre-code, right? Yes, um, and it's got Cary yeah. Grant, and and oh, nice. you know she says that she she discovered Grant. It's true hmm. and not true, but she she cast him in this and in I'm No Angel, which is wild, and um, he's kind of the boy toy in that, and um, it did kind of help set a name for himself. But it was a few years later before he really was like you know a big deal but 
Um, yeah, he's in two of these films, and he's gorgeous, and she's gorgeous, and yeah. Can't Please wait. order this set. It's going to be so great. I ordered it. I got. I just mentioned I went to New York. New York is not cheap, so I was mm-hmm. not planning to uh, buy a lot when I got home. Uh, but yeah, it was like the morning after I woke up to that. And guess how many of these I've seen, Jill? Zero. Zero. And you the thing are is in I've, for a treat. I've yeah, I've taken film studies classes. Uh, you know, I, I I have a degree, but. So I, I know her by reputation, but I've never mm-hmm. actually sat down and watched one of her films. I probably have seen one somewhere. Um, it's but. so there's so much fun, and I have to say too that we're getting some great. I mean, with all indicator, the special features are fantastic, and our friend mm-hmm. uh, Farron Smith Nime has. Yeah. Um, I know she's doing an audio commentary on I'm No Angel, and she may also have a an essay. And then Christina nice. Newland, Christina Newland um, if you don't fo- read her writing, she is phenomenal. Um, she is based in the UK, but she's from the States. And Christina is one of the best film writers out, out there. And, um, and then we've also got Pamela Hutchinson, um let's see nora fiore who uh is nitrate diva on twitter oh yeah yeah she just had her first blog post in like five years yeah Um, and she just did she did another post for one of the columbia noirs i think or did a kino booklet um so yeah i'm really excited about about those special features and you know i i I can't be anytime soon but we've done a couple spin-off episodes on other labels and i'm thinking that an indicator now is uh, man gonna have to happen when this this comes out i uh, know is it, is it december uh it's uh i think it's november right okay november yeah, well. november 22nd so we may nice. we may have to yeah we may have to do that yeah they've, they've well, really they are just i'm very impressed with them me too me too yeah, yeah. they i and yeah it costs a lot of money but uh, yeah, I, I have uh, I think two or three shelves are, are just indicator, and uh, and in fact, I, I just read a book about uh, night moves, which a uh, friend uh, Matthew uh, Gear Asprey wrote, the mm-hmm. uh, Arthur Penn um, and Alan Sharp movie, mm-hmm. and I want to, and I, I remembered I hadn't seen Mickey One, uh, which is also mm-hmm. Arthur Penn, and I have that from Indicator, so that'll be on my watch Very list. Very cool. So anyway, okay, well that's that's it. Uh, yeah. We don't have any short takes because you know no. I've been in New York and you've had your you just unpacked your discs. <laughs> just um, unpacked them. So let's just do our piece of flair. Um, so anything fun lately besides uh, scaring your daughter with birds? Oh God! So uh, <laughs> you know we just had all these uh, renovations done in the house and and we were uh, Ellie was staying with grandparents for the week while we had our floors done and our kitchen redone and everything and you know, most nights we were having to, you know, prep for the next day, you know, like moving furniture or moving boxes or whatever. And, but there was like one or two nights where we kind of had a night off or at least part of the night off. And so we um, were kind of looking for something to watch. And I I said, you know what, we're going to do a Charles Grodin double feature. And, uh, you know, Charles Grodin just passed away. Mm -hmm. Um, I love him so much. Um, he's one of, one of the people who, um, kind of has informed my sense of humor. Um, you know, Carl Reiner was another, Steve Martin, 
and uh, that Charles Grodin means a lot to me. And I realized that Thomas had never seen, I had seen pieces of Midnight Run and it had been a very long time, but he had never seen that and he had never seen Clifford. And I'm a big Clifford fan, um, (laughs) have been since it came out. It is such a bizarre film. And so we watched both of those and he loved it. And uh, so that was a lot of fun. And that's uh, yeah, not to be confused with the the big red dog. No, (laughs) uh, in the 90s. Uh, Yeah, I I saw it when it came out and I don't remember Mm -hmm. it. Same with Midnight Run. Don't remember that either. Uh, Did did you like him? Oh, loved it. Midnight Run is, um, I think Shout put a put it, that out under the Shout Select label, and it is streaming on Netflix right now. So if you don't, oh, nice. um, it is on there. And then Clifford is on HBO Max if you have that. Um, and you know th- that movie's just oh god, it mm. is just beyond insane. I love it, love it, love it, love it. That's good. I, and I know um, it's nice to have stuff that's streaming, but we talked about Kino. Not everything is streaming. That's why that's right. good to put things out. Um, but Clifford's yeah. not on not on disc, to my knowledge. And so, you know, come on, ca- you cowards. Put it out. I want it <laughs> on something. It. We need, you know what? We need a Charles Grodin box set. That's what we need. We need Seems Like Old Times. <laughs> oh, with Heartbreak Kid. Um, Heartbreak Kid, which I, I is lost in some kind of... yeah. Um, right hell uh, right now yeah uh scorpion releasing actually put out uh clifford so it was on <gasps> oh last year <gasps> yeah. what yeah yeah so i i don't know where to buy it but i assume it's available <laughs> oh my god oh, i just clicked on ebay and it's 64 dollars. so no! it's out of, out of print sorry no um, how did i miss that 2020 strikes again. No, uh, you're you're not lying. Yeah, wow. Well, mine is kind of a a, a good continuation from the last one we talked mm-hmm. about. Um, so I had bought the almost famous uh, 4K, and I forgot. Okay. Put, I think that was the studio that put that out. What a release! And uh, and I, I mentioned how I'd watched the bootleg cut last time, which is the mm-hmm. extended version. Yeah. This time I, I well I rewatched the theatrical. And then I watched the commentary of the bootleg cut uh, since then. Okay. And, you know, I, I, I can't really, you can't really compare the two, mm-hmm. the theatrical and the, the bootleg. They're both amazing, but for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And, boy, the theatrical seems so fast after watching the bootleg. But I love mm-hmm. the bootleg cut. But it, it just, mm-hmm. you know, it cuts out all, all the fluff. Uh, although some of that fluff is what I love. Like the scene, I don't, I don't know if you remember, the scene with her in the in the auditorium after the mm-hmm. concert, just walking mm-hmm. around. Like he extends that to like five minutes. Oh, wow. It's a, it's a I haven't scene. seen it in a long time and I, I've been meaning to revisit it. Yeah. I, I highly recommend it. So I, I, I bumped it up to five stars and I'm, I'm pretty cool. stingy with, I, I don't usually give, you know, I, I don't, nobody cares about rating systems. <laughs> yeah. But, but I don't know. I just, it, it's ha- a masterpiece. Citizen Kane, it gets a five stars and right. like, um, but yeah, it is. And, uh, and the commentary was great because like, you know, I, I'm not the biggest Cameron Crowe fan. I, this mm-hmm. is definitely his best work, but there's mm-hmm. so much of him in this. And, and I knew that it was based on his experiences, but right. I didn't know to the, the extent he does a commentary with his mom, which is weird, uh, kind of mm-hmm. awkward to see Francis McDormand um, being um, mean to people playing his mom Yeah, um, with his, him, him talking with his mom. And uh, she, 
she's a character. But yeah. like he actually like went to some of the actual locations where these where the scenes actually happened to him, and mm-hmm. he actually a lot of the uh, the mise en scene is from items that he's collected. He's a pack rat like us, and like, yeah, like they they talked about you know, you know unpacking their shelves just for this movie. So right. it's so personal. I, I can't really think of many more personal movies. So yeah, masterpiece. And uh, and Cameron Crowe, thank you for. You know, doing fast times and getting a career, so you could eventually put out your right. um, your, your this great movie. I want so. I want more of this type of filmmaking from him. You know, I, I, I yeah. Well, it's funny is he, the, the commentary was recorded when the bootleg cut first came out, so he was talking mm-hmm. about Vanilla Sky, mm-hmm. which was his next movie. Uh, so, uh, and I'm like, yeah, he's like, oh, upcoming. Vanilla Sky, and yeah, he did Jerry Maguire, you know, fine movies. And Jerry Maguire is fine. I mean, it, it was definitely um, huge at the time, you oh, know. Yeah. Oh, boy. And I mean, wow. um, I don't, I haven't revisited it, and um, in a long time. But you know, I enjoyed it when it came out, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I would like to, um, but I don't. I, Almost Famous is his is. Mm-hmm. his his masterpiece and you know if you i'm sure filmmakers are if they make one great film you know oh he's um, fine yeah yeah he's he's so. not he, he's getting paid um yeah i'm just looking yeah. at his recent <laughs> stuff and uh you know we bought a zoo you know he went from almost famous to we bought a zoo uh yeah, he, yeah. he's really good with music and film too and mm-hmm. even vanilla sky which i don't love you know like that radiohead scene you know um, yeah really effective use of that song so right Awesome. Well, well, it's our first episode as co-host, and we had some yeah. things to talk about. <laughs> I, yeah, it was great. I had a lot of fun, yeah, as always. So, but you know, many um, more, many more yeah. to come. And I, um, you know, I, I don't do Twitter that much, uh, but I've mm-hmm. started like just looking you up just to see what you're about, since you know we're going to be talking about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and you have a good Twitter. So, what's your Twitter? Is Biscuit Kitten. Yeah. You're a good follow. I got I got to start tweeting again. I used to tweet a lot of uh, like movie stills, like kind of like mm-hmm. what what Marcus does. Um, yeah. But like, sometimes like randomly somebody will like something I tweeted like five years ago. But <laughs> that's always a little unner. It's always a little unnerving though, because you're like, wait, have you been like digging through my timeline? What's this? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, was, I, I noticed that was the um, the movie uh, uh, Couscous, uh, mm-hmm. Secrets of the, of the Grain, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and there, there's this one um, scene where somebody does a um, a dance, like a uh, what are they, what's the dance? I forget. Anyway, but it, the thing is, she's an attractive lady, and it's kind mm-hmm. of kind of a little risque. I, I tweeted it because it's a great scene, but right. I think the person that liked it probably liked it for a different <laughs> reason. <laughs> uh, was there a lot of X's in their profile name or I didn't I didn't look I mean it, it might have been benevolent I don't know it's just one one like one notification mm. yeah <laughs> um, so yeah Biscuit Kitten follow uh, Jill uh, also follow the um, Cinema Collective is that what we call the it the Classic Film Collective Class- Classic Film Collective uh, on, uh, on Patreon we are mm-hmm. still going strong 
And we're going to be adding some new things. Uh, I think adding a monthly wrap-up post where we um, talk about all the things we're doing outside of the collective. So that's kind of fun. Oh, that's fun. And uh, I think we've got a special thing coming very soon, um, like a either a live stream. I think I think it's going to be a live stream. So cool. um, keep you know, and that's only for supporters. So right, right. No, I'll check be there. Us out. Yeah, after we talked, I saw uh, Kate. Kate had posted um, uh, some cards, like a, yes. a, a fun game. I forget the type of game. And yeah. one of them was Lever to Heaven. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if you saw, I commented on there. Uh, uh-huh. you know, speaking of Gene Tierney. And I was like, oh, man, I'm just <laughs> afraid of Gene Tierney. And, and I, I think she, she responded saying, like, if you draw the, I think if you draw the Gene Tierney uh, card, you just lose. <laughs> you just lose immediately. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's she, great. She's just a killer. But yeah, great work. And as you mentioned in the last show, super creative. Um, I yeah. saw, I, I haven't read it yet, but I saw somebody posted a poem yesterday. Uh, yes, so, yeah. Mariah. Mm-hmm. Mariah. Oh, cool. Yeah, and one on Liz Taylor. Oh, nice. I'll, I'll go read that today. Um, yeah, so support Jill and and the, that whole group. Uh, you can also support Criterion Cast at our Patreon mm-hmm. and sometimes get unedited episodes. I think this one will go up a little early but uh it'll go up today for sure but Mm -hmm. um might be just like a day early we'll see okay and uh that's it so yeah talking to you jill yes great as always till next time